This is Garrison Hardy with your Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. Sales Nexus is the platform Fight Lab Feast uses to manage all of our subscribers and email updates. If you're using MailChimp, HubSpot, or Salesforce for email marketing, CRM, and sales, you probably know they've been canceling Voices of Freedom and Truth. That's why we switched to Sales Nexus. Sales Nexus is a complete business marketing and sales solution that won't tell you what you should say or believe. For more information, visit salesnexus.com. That's salesnexus.com. Now we get to the news and breaking news. The manifesto of trans Nashville school shooter leaked full of anti-white hate and other obscenities that I won't share. A leaked manifesto reveals the Nashville trans shooter had a violent hatred of the little crackers with white privilege that were murdered. First obtained and released by the Louder with Crowder conservative rumble show, the three-page handwritten document allegedly shows Audrey or Aiden Hale meticulously planned her last moments in the mass school shooting at the Covenant School on March 27th. Three young children and three school staff were killed before Hale, age 28, was shot dead by responding police. The manifesto, written in a spiral notebook, has various creeds and thoughts scrawled down by pen. Death Day, Hale wrote on one page with the drawing of a target reticle and a pistol, along with the date 3-27-23. The day has finally come, Hale wrote. I can't believe it's here. Don't know how I was able to get this far, but here I am. I'm a little nervous, but excited too. Been excited for the past two weeks. Hale continued, There were several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 21. None of that matters now. I am almost an hour and seven minutes away. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready, Hale wrote. I hope my victims aren't. Hale later prayed to God in the manifesto to help her in the mass shooting. God, let my wrath take over my anxiety. It might be 10 minutes tops. It might be 3 to 7. It's going to go quick, Hale wrote. I hope I have the high death count. Hale then wrote, ready to die, Nana, and signed it Aiden. Hale's trans name. On another page, Hale wrote a detailed day schedule with a post-it calmly asking, lunch may be around 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Hale's day began at 6.30 a.m., ran through getting dressed, breakfast, and what to do with the stuffed animals and possessions. At 9.30, Hale was to pack up special belongings in backpacks. By 10.20, Hale was to gear up and set up guns in trunk, assembly, and get out vests with mags inside. Hale was armed with a handgun, a rifle, and a pistol, modded to handle like a rifle. Hale also wrote about making a final videotape on the schedule, though this has not been released by police or confirmed to even exist. Hale detailed a plan to leave for the Covenant School by 11.35. The last entries to Hale's schedule were for 12.35, where she would open fire, and then it was time to die. Hale was shot dead by police at around 1027. One of the pages headlined, Kill Those Kids. Hale calls the students crackers and expresses hatred for their white privilege. Hale also wrote a bunch of more obscenities after that, which I won't mention, but you get the idea. 
Authorities have been criticized for months for not releasing Hale's manifesto. A source with the latter with Crowder show told the post-millennial that they've received photographs of Hale's notebook from a source near law enforcement. Hale's mass shooting earlier this year preceded a planned Trans Day of Vengeance event in the U.S. Capitol that was ultimately canceled, and in the immediate hours after the shooting, trans activists occupied several state capitol buildings to protest pending legislation restricting the transitioning of children. At the Capitol in Nashville, trans activists held a moment of silence for the victims of the mass shooting. They held up seven fingers to include Hale, as among the victims. Nashville Mayor Freddie O'Connell, a Democrat, says his office is immediately investigating the unauthorized release of some of the images from the Nashville Trans Shooters Manifesto. Authorities have tried to prevent the release of Hale's writings before today's leak. And speaking of the Nashville mayor, the Nashville mayor launches investigation into leak of trans Nashville shooters manifesto. Following the leak of the transgender Nashville shooters alleged manifesto on Monday morning, Mayor Freddie O'Connell said that the city has launched an investigation into how the images of the writings were released. Quote, quote, I have directed Wally Deitz, Metro's law director, to initiate an investigation into how these images could have been released. That investigation may involve local, state, and federal authorities. I am deeply concerned with the safety, security, and well-being of the Covenant families and all Nashvillians. Who are grieving, O'Connell said in a statement according to WSMV. This incident naturally invokes additional emotional trauma and families or individuals who need support should reach out to professionals at National Alliance on Mental Illness 615-891-4724, MNPD Support Counselors, or MNPS Family Information Center. On Monday morning, Stephen Crowder released three handwritten pages of what he said were Audrey Hale's manifesto. These highlighted an anti-white sentiment held by the shooter that killed three young students and three staff members at the Covenant School on March 27, 2023. The pages apparently show Hale planning the day of the shooting down to the minute including in all capital letters at the top of the page, Death Day. A source with the Ladder with Crowder show told the Postmillennial that day they received the photographs of Hale's notebook from a source near law enforcement. Elsewhere, Trump demands jury, says New York AG has no case in heated testimony. President Trump demanded a jury Monday after his unprecedented time on the stand calling the civil trial against him and his businesses a disgrace in saying New York Attorney General Letitia James has no case. Trump described his forced testimony as election interference while maintaining that his net worth is far greater than financial statements during testimony Monday. The president and 2024 Republican presidential frontrunner took the stand Monday morning in the non-jury civil trial stemming from James's lawsuit against him, his family, and his businesses. James alleged that Trump defrauded banks and inflated the value of his assets. Trump has denied any wrongdoing and has repeatedly said his assets were actually undervalued. Trump has repeatedly said his financial statements had disclaimers requesting that the numbers be evaluated by the banks. Quote, quote, I think this case is a disgrace, he said, adding that people are being murdered in New York as James is, quote, watching this case, end quote. It's a disgrace. It is election interference because you want to keep me in court all day long, Trump said while on the stand after testifying for more than five hours. And judge, I want a jury. One of Trump's attorneys at the end of the president's testimony said that in 33 years, they have never had a witness testify better. An absolutely brilliant performance by President Trump. He's not backing down. He's told everyone the facts. 
the Trump attorney said. Now that the American people know what's going on, maybe something will change. James, a Democrat, sued Trump, his children, and the Trump Organization last year, alleging that he and his company misled banks and others about the value of his assets. James said the president's children, Donald Jr., Ivanka and Eric and his associates in business committed numerous acts of fraud and misrepresentation on their financial statements. James filed a lawsuit against Trump under consumer protection statute that denies the right to a jury. This according to a Trump spokesperson. Quote, there was never an option to choose a jury trial, the spokesperson said. It is unfortunate that a jury won't be able to hear how absurd the merits of this case are and conclude no wrongdoing ever happened, end quote. During Trump's unprecedented testimony Monday, New York Judge Arthur Engeron tried to cut him off from providing lengthy answers to state lawyers questioning, and he even said, quote, I don't want to hear everything he has to say, end quote. But Trump defended himself and his businesses while on the stand in black the investigation lawsuit and non-jury trial we shouldn't be having a case here because we have a disclaimer clause that every court holds up except this judge trump said referring to the disclaimers on all his financial statements and statements of financial condition trump went on to call james a political hack saying she used her investigation and lawsuit against him to become governor to become attorney general the president was referring to james's campaigns in which she vowed to quote get trump end quote Engeron in September ruled that Trump and the Trump Organization committed fraud while building his real estate empire by deceiving banks, insurers, and others by overhauling his assets and exaggerating his net worth on paperwork used to make deals and secure financing. He ruled against me without knowing anything about me, Trump said on the stand. He called me a fraud and he didn't know anything about me, end quote. Trump went on to slam Engeron for undercutting the value of his Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach, Florida, a property that Engeron valued at $18 million. Trump's testimony concluded Monday afternoon. His daughter, Ivanka Trump, who was dismissed as a defendant in the case this summer, is set to testify on Wednesday. Now this... My favorite topic, sports. Michigan football staffer fired after allegedly trying to meet a 13-year-old girl. What is happening at the University of Michigan right now? The University of Michigan has fired football staffer Alex Ude after he was accused of attempting to meet up with a 13-year-old girl, according to reports. Ude was apparently fired in September after the allegations appeared in an Instagram video that accused him of arranging to meet an underage girl, 24-7 Sports reported on November 2nd. The firing was confirmed on November 3rd in an email sent by the university and reported by the Daily Mail. In the video that spurred the firing, Yude appears to admit that he was planning to meet a girl he was speaking to online. Confronted at a liquor store holding a bottle of spirits, Yude is told that the girl he is planning to meet is only 13. He replies that he didn't know her age, but is told that some of the texts prove that he was aware she was only 13. You can find the video in my article in my show notes. And it's about 10 minutes long. Men in the video also claim that Yud asked the girl if she was a virgin. The men follow Yud out to his car as he drives away, and they yell at him and call him a pedophile. It is unclear what role the men who confronted Yud had in the incident or how they became privy to the text messages Yud allegedly sent. However, the video was apparently made by an online vigilante named Bupak Shakur, a man known for exposing sexual predators. In a wholly separate incident, Shakur was shot and killed killed in Michigan 
during an argument at the end of September. The school apparently cut ties with Yude quickly afterward. Quote, Alex Yude is no longer a part of the athletic department, a school official told the mail. An issue was brought to our attention, and we immediately moved to handle the matter with our HR department. We are unable to comment further regarding his employment matter, the email added. The situation with Yude only adds to the pressure on the University of Michigan football program as allegations of sign-stealing continue reverberating, spurring calls for Coach Jim Harbaugh to be fired. And that is your news for today. And by the way, selfish plug on my end as I have a podcast called Game Time with Garrison. And we've talked about this Michigan fiasco and it's all about college sports. So you can find it there. Now, that is your news for today. This has been your Cross Politic Daily News Brief. If you like the show, go ahead and hit that share button for me down below. If you want to sign up for a pub membership, a magazine subscription, or next year's conference down in Texas, you can head on over to fightlaughfeast.com. And as always, if you want to send me a news story, if you want to ask about the conference next year, or if you want to become a corporate partner of Cross Politic, email me at garrison at fightlaughfeast.com. For Cross Politic News, I'm Garrison Hardy. Have a great rest of your day, and Lord bless. 